Lead Generation Strategies for B2B Tech Companies, a podcast by Brightvision. Here, you will learn how to generate great leads from the most experienced B2B sales and marketing people. Your host today, and always, is Jakob Levenbrand, CEO at Brightvision. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the B2B Lead Gem podcast for tech companies. My name is Jacob Levenbrand and uh, I'm the host of this uh, podcast as well as the managing director of Bright Vision. And today we have a very interesting and uh, special guest with us, Andrea Cruz, who's a digital marketing manager at Co-Marketing and also an expert in PPC advertising. And we are going to discuss what the best PPC strategies to generate leads for B2B companies in 2020 are and get her thoughts around that. So with that said, Andrea, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you so much. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're great. And you're based out of the States, Boston. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I am in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, Happy that it's starting to get sunny out here. Yeah. It's a wonderful time of the year. Fantastic. The beautiful city of Boston, also known for hosting inbound conference. (laughs) It's a great conference. It is. It is. So it's so good, good to have you with us here today. So before we dive in, into the PPC area and talk about best practices and so forth, can you give us a little bit of background and how you ended up as a marketing professional? Sure. So as you mentioned, I am a digital marketing manager at Comarketing Associates. We are a B2B digital marketing agency that specializes in search, social, and content. I feel that a lot of people that ended up working in digital marketing, they didn't intend it to at the beginning. Uh, when I was a child, I for sure was not saying I'm going to be a digital marketer. I don't even think I knew that profession existed. I actually started in co-marketing um, with the help of my previous job, where I used to do procedures manuals and figure out if the processes you were doing were working. Um, so I started doing that at co-marketing and then I, I fell in love with PPC and they gave me the opportunity to learn from a great group of people. And well, here we are today. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a little bit of my, my backstory. Ah, uh, that's great. Interesting. And, uh, what an area to become an expert in. I mean, it's so dynamic and a lot of stuff is happening and developing all the time in the PPC area. So maybe for listeners who are not so well known to the acronym PPC, how would you define this area uh, as of today? Because it maybe have changed a little bit over the years. What would you say encompass PPC today? Well, I would say it's the best part of digital marketing to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> and the second part is we consider anything that it's PPC advertising where you have to put some money or some investment in order to get access to more targeting options out there and be able to be more specific with your audience. And you can do this in any platform really today. You can do this through Google ads previously known as Google AdWords. You can do it on Microsoft ads, LinkedIn ads, anything that contains the word ads basically. Um, it's what I handle on a daily basis and try to choose which one is the best for my B2B audience and my B2B clients. 
Mm, yeah, great. So, uh, in other words, it's not only programmatic advertising or Google Ads, as as might just want to clarify that it's also including LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, etc. So, so that's great, and I totally agree that that's the right and modern definition of PPC. Uh, so uh, that's great. So when you work with clients and you start to discuss, hey guys, let's discuss your PPC strategy, how that can support your content marketing efforts and other lead gen efforts, where do you start to analyze and see how clients can benefit from your PPC strategies? Um, I think when you talk about strategies, you should always start with what's the goal? What are you trying to get? Are you trying to nurture existing prospects that are already in your pipeline? Are you trying to close deals? Are you trying to generate awareness? Because depending on what you want to do, ultimately that will drive what tactics are going to follow. Uh, and then you start looking into, okay, who is your persona and where are they located? Where does it make the most sense to target them and how much is going to cost you? So then you can go back and say, well, does this work within your budget or your expectations? That's how I look at it. So it starts breaking down. And then as you mentioned, which I think it, I totally agree with you, then you start incorporating, okay, what does your, how does your content marketing strategy will support these PPC efforts. So it, it starts running in that direction. Yeah, good comment there. So start with the end in mind and uh, what is it we want to achieve here and see how we can uh, strengthen that with, with the PPC initiatives and so on. That's great. And what, what do you typically do for a company that's looking for lead generation where you want to find new leads? Uh, what do you think is, is a good marketing mix for a B2B tech company in that space? If you have a very narrow audience, um, you know who you want to reach. I really like using LinkedIn because it's the only B2B platform out there that it's going to allow you to target by company name, job title, seniority, function. Um, it's so specific. Um, and then what I like to do, if budget permits and audience size permits, is then take all that people that are going to your site and you are capturing some of their information through cookies, or if they're filling a form, you collect their email addresses, and then take that pool of people and remarket them somewhere else that it's cheaper. So you can move them down the funnel and do that lead nurturing process while making sure you are also creating lookalikes or similar audiences that then they will allow you to say, hey, we know B2B, not only one person will make the decision. Um, Harvard University has this study from about two years ago where they claim that the number of people involved in B2B decisions jump from seven people to now nine. Um, so something that I see happening very often is B2B companies forget that you should not only target one key person, you need to target the influencers and all the people that are around them. Um, so that's why I like the strategy of starting with LinkedIn to get to the key people and then use the other platforms to be able to expand your net around that target person that you really want to get to ultimately. 
Ah, that's a great strategy. And with the other platforms, you mean it's cheaper to retarget them on Google Ads and uh, Facebook, for example? Yeah, you will pay cents, um, yeah. American cents. <laughs> <laughs> um, while on LinkedIn, if you do retargeting, you're going to pay five to six dollars, US dollars. Uh, when you do that comparison, it doesn't really make sense. Um, the other thing is if in LinkedIn you can target by something that is so specific, why would you retarget someone that you already know it's the valuable customer you're trying to get to? Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, definitely makes sense. And is that the role you see for Google Ads for B2B companies only as a retargeting tool or do you actually think it's worth to buy uh, keywords and so on, or how do you use yep. Google Ads in the mix together with LinkedIn? Yeah, so Google Ads, it's a different animal. Um, depend, as I mentioned earlier, depending on where you are in the journey, that's how I see Google Ads fitting in. Um, personally, I like Google Ads for middle to bottle of the funnel. Uh, anyone who is looking for research, who is looking for guides or white papers, it's people that they already, they are already aware they have an issue. Um, so I like using Google Ads to capture them when they are researching, when they are doing comparisons, when they are really looking for, okay, I have an issue and I know this is kind of the solution. How do I know if this is the right solution for me? And then use Google Ads again when they are ready for a demo, um, talk to a rep. Uh, at that time, I think Google Ads really shines. Mm, yeah, fantastic, interesting. And uh, a lot of companies, as you say, have quite niched down target groups or ideal client profiles and so forth. What's your typical uh, suggestions or recommendations if they want to go account-based marketing and say, hey, this is only five accounts we're going after in this campaign? Uh, I suppose LinkedIn which is, as you said, a very powerful tool to, to find small specific audiences. But do you like IP targeting or what's your ideas around ABM advertising? I think the funny thing about ABM advertising that I found quite often, to be honest, is people will come to you with a list um, of company names or specific job titles. Um, and they, they never worry about, okay, how we're going to increase the amount of companies that are on this list. I am 100% that one key to success in, in, in B2B is really do IBM um, and really nurture those people and, and really know what they, how they came to you, what they should be doing next, what's the next copy you should, they should be seeing. But I, every time I, I talk with someone about ABN, I always tell them, always remember, you need to be updating that list um, in adding new companies. Because if not, you're going to end up with the same 10 companies that you have currently. And that's not a long-term vision. It's a very short-sighted uh, perspective if you are not thinking how you are going to keep enhancing that list. And how, how do you think... Uh... Is there any shortcuts to reach to those companies that you have found be successful or, or tactical or smart? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like what you mentioned uh, about using IP targeting. If that's an option that you can go after, go for it. Content syndication, when you just have the names of companies, 
and you're just trying to get some contacts, I found content syndication useful. If they already went to your site and they already know who you are, I would definitely do LinkedIn. Um, one thing that we are always asking companies is to try to allow us to target more companies. So Microsoft Ads, not that long ago, it was last year, they are starting to allow you to target some of LinkedIn filters within Microsoft Ads. So that gives you that extra edge as well to be very specific. And it's still, well, at least in the United States, still most businesses use Windows um, and being as their search engines by default. So you do have a chance of getting some of those B2B business people who are in office trying to work through Microsoft Ads. Oh, that's interesting. Microsoft Ads. Um, very interesting. Uh, I think that might be an underutilized channel, definitely. Uh, yeah, they, they still carry, um, I believe the last statistics uh, from earlier this year, whether they were using 33% or so of the desktop market in the United States, that's fairly weak. And Microsoft still draws an, a lower CPC than Google Ads. So maybe if you don't have that much budget, Microsoft Ads might be a, a channel you can explore. Mm. When you discuss uh, PPC and lead gen campaigns with your clients, where do you see the most uh, potential to improve the campaigns? Do you have any tips and tricks for us there? Where, where an ordinary company who runs a few ads on LinkedIn and maybe Google ads and so forth, have a few landing pages and so on, where, where can they improve the most, do you think, for the least amount of work? <laughs> yeah. um, I think two pieces that are critical to success are your landing page experience and your ad copy. And I'll tell you why. The ad copy doesn't matter which platform you are using. That's the real hook. What are you telling people to convince them that they should actually stop whatever they are doing and pay attention to you? So be unique, be different. Um, when you type B2B, um, marketing automation platform on Google, what will most likely happen is every single company out there will have the same header and the same description on their Google Ads copy. Um, or if you go to a social media platform like Facebook or LinkedIn, they will say, here's our latest research. And they will tell you what the research is about and, and that's it. But what can you do to make that actually more appealing? Which statistics can you give me? Don't tell me what you are. Tell me why I should go with you. So that's one part. And then the other part is when you get to that landing page, does that landing page actually tells you what you were promising me before? Because it, there's, always, there's, there's not always, but usually there's a disconnect between what you were offering me on your ad copy versus what you were giving me in your landing page. Include any trust factors. If you have any good reviews, any good comments, if you are certified by anything, those are things you can always include in your landing page. Make sure that um, the other thing I, I see very often is, this one is funny, um, but I love this example. When people is looking for B2B pricing, so I'm looking for software X and how much it costs. And then you go into the landing page, 
and the landing page doesn't have the pricing. So you are not fulfilling what I need to get. Uh, so really make sure that all those things are aligned and that intent is carried from the query to your ad, to your landing page. I think that's one of the easiest things you can do. Just spend some time thinking about why is people searching this? Or if people find this ad on a social platform, what am I really trying to convey here? And then how do I finish the sale in that landing page experience? Great comment there. Uh, on, on the other side, you know, there are some companies who, who might do some mistakes. It's easy to spend useless money on PPC, uh, yeah. to be honest. 100%. 100%, yes. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's, it's hard to, to actually get good bang for the buck in, in many cases, or at least, uh, I don't know who said it, but it was some marketing dude, uh, I think it was 100 years ago, where he said, I know that only half of my marketing spend is wisely invested, but I don't know which half it is. (laughs) (laughs) That can actually sometimes feel a bit true even 100 years later. So uh, where do you see most companies waste uh, dumb money in PPC today? What are the traps that you see most companies do mistakes around? Wow. (laughs) Everywhere. Um, But... (laughs) Um, cause it's hard. It's honestly, it's hard. Um, when you go down to the platforms, they, sometimes they don't really help you. They don't make it crystal clear to you as what's working and what's not. No, exactly. Um, and if digital marketing, and you mentioned it at the very beginning of this session, um, it changes very quickly. Um, so if you miss an update, you may be wasting your time uh, and your money. Mm. Um, I don't think there's a platform where people just waste their money per se, but I do think that inside of each one of them, people are probably, if they are not checking constantly, uh, making sure that everything is tied, uh, and really having that schedule of, look, we are doing this test for two weeks. Let's figure out what happened. Let's pause what didn't work. Let's go into a next phase. I do think you will be wasting your money fairly quickly. Mm. So I think if we want to talk about what things people usually don't do <laughs> to mm. waste money, we can, we can talk, we can go there. But I yeah. think it's really on a case by case basis. Yeah. Absolutely. Per platform. Yeah. So uh, do you see any PPC bargains today? Do you, do you see any, well, today it's really cheap to, to advertise here, but uh, LinkedIn has become really expensive yep. and, and so forth. What do you recommend from a very tactical viewpoint there? Yeah, from a cheap perspective, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Quora advertising. Yep. Um, Quora has done a good job in terms of moving people who are in the middle of the funnel because people is there to ask questions Um, and you can go and check out how people will go and ask oh have you ever heard about this company how does this company compare to your competitor and you can target those very specific questions Uh, you don't have to target a bunch of people Um, they allow you to get very granular um, they also have AVN capabilities and remarketing. So 
if you want to know uh, what I've heard a lot of people saying is, oh, my audience is not there. So when I heard that, um, I told them, hey, let's install the Quora pixel on your website. That way we can know how big your audience is. Because mm. uh, we already know the quality of the traffic that it's going to your site. And we can extrapolate that and figure out what percentage of that audience is present on Quora. So I like them. Um, CPCs are very cheap compared to anything else out there. And they do give you that extra level of being super specific, which I think any B2B marketer appreciates. Quora, if you are listening, please bring <laughs> job title targeting and we will be very happy with you. <laughs> yeah, good, good recommendation to Quora there. So that's a great tip. So uh, advertising uh, the Quora on the Quora platform as a way to find a good bargain for PPC. Is there any other trends you see coming up in the PPC area in this or the next year where you think your clients should try to test or try, try it out? Yeah, I think in the past, people saw PPC as only Google Ads. So when people think about PPC, they think usually about keywords. And I think the trend is shifting to targeting more based on personas and actual demographic and, and behavior-based traits. Um, so always come back to who am I trying to target and where they are. Because um, I do believe that Google, when they implement all these smart campaigns, um, and when they go out there and they start creating these dynamic search ads campaigns and, or DSAs, what are we seeing there is Google is taking away the option of targeting by keywords and they are really taking control by interpreting what you have on your landing page or your copy and so on. So I think that's where we are going um, to a more like a shopping ads experience um, where you don't have keywords. I think that's where ultimately we are going to be going. And I do think that that will allow us to do better targeting if we can target by knowing who the people we want to reach are uh, versus just focusing on keywords. Mm, that's a great in insight there. That's a uh, keyword will probably become less important and uh, target groups will become more important on the, in the future there. Another question that comes up more and more often uh, from our clients and relations is TikTok. Is there any reason to be on TikTok <laughs> today as a B2B company? What's your take on that? <laughs> well, I would not do it from an advertising perspective today unless I have a really strong case for it, which as of today, I don't. It also depends on who you want to target. But what we have seen happening recently is uh, when you are targeting entry-level people at companies, TikTok can be an easy way to get to them. I would test it organically, but I would not put money behind on it yet, unless you have seen something already working um, that will give you that incentive to go ahead and try it. That's my yeah. take on, on B2B. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Good to hear, good to hear. Uh, yeah, it's an exciting platform, but I, I totally agree. It's... Uh, it's a very young audience there, so I suppose most B2B companies might might not find their primary target profiles. Yeah, well, 
something funny that did happen um, when they released their numbers for Q1 and, and portion of Q2. Um, well, they hold on. I'll take it back. TikTok doesn't release any numbers. What people estimate from using third-party platforms is that actually the demographic of the millennials grew significantly. Um, while the Gen Z actually decreased uh, in the, throughout the coronavirus pandemic, which I think was very interesting because we keep thinking that millennials are these very young college kids, and that's not the case anymore. These are people who are 25 to 35 as of today or so um, who are actively out there working. Um, so I think that's something to, to keep in mind too. They're growing very quickly. Um, so I think it's always good to keep an eye on which age groups are actually shifting out there. Mm, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, so um, for a B2B company wanting to, you know, gear up their PPC work in the coming uh, fall season here and, and would like to start with some initiatives, what are your summarizing uh, recommendations <laughs> for an average B2B company to, to focus on? Something I, I, I like to tell my clients is, and I think everybody um, has heard this saying that says, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Your audience is not only on Google. Your audience is not only on Facebook. They are on multiple places. So if you can pick two or three, if budget permits, um, where would that money make the most sense and go from there? Uh, really knowing who you are targeting um, and what are they doing when they get to that platform. I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I really like the combination of linting and then remarketing somewhere else, especially if you don't have a humongous budget. Uh, but linting is a complicated platform. Not, not a lot of people know how to figure it out. Um, and if you haven't, that's okay, um, then you can look potentially into doing um, some keyword acquisition through Google Ads and then remarketing within Google Ads itself or something along those lines. Um, but it's really about testing and, and go out there and, and trying. I know sometimes it feels like you are wasting money as, as we were discussing earlier. Um, but meanwhile, you are targeting everything, you are using cookies appropriately, you are collecting email addresses that you can then uh, show ads to, uh, you are not really wasting anything. It's just about being creative about what to do with them. Mm. That's a great recommendation there, uh, Andrea. And uh, that's so... Uh, Great of you to, to share your uh, insights and knowledge around PPC, which is a very complex and fast-moving area. So that was so good to have your thoughts around this in our podcast. And also, just before we started the podcast recording, you gave me a tip as well that the Inbound Conference in Boston will actually be free of charge this year online as a virtual event. Wasn't that so, uh, Andrea? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be free and they always have great speakers, uh, people who have traveled the world talking about digital marketing and sales and business development. So you can go online and, and register for free and I am sure you will not regret uh, doing so. No, that's a great conference and uh, 
one of the world's best uh, online marketing conferences. So definitely. And not only that, I know you also, Andrea, uh, have a lot of thoughts and content around PPC and online marketing and so on. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners want to check you out more after this recording. So where can we send them, Andrea? Where, where, <laughs> where can we get more of you? <laughs> well, if you guys want to hear very often from me, <laughs> you can check out my Twitter profile at Andrea Cruz 92. Um, and then you can also check my LinkedIn profile. Uh, where I post most of mostly just highlights of what's happening. Uh, but if you want to have a quick chat with me, you can hit me on Twitter. I am always there. Ah, oh, that's great. So good to hear. And it was a pleasure to uh, have a discussion with you here today, Andrea. I'll thank you so much for your time and your uh, generous uh, knowledge. Your uh, so generously have uh, shared with us and i wish you all the best with your uh, upcoming events and talking assignments and virtual events and the consulting company you're working for co-marketing as well so uh thank you so much for visiting us at the b2b legion podcast thank you guys anytime okay thank you everybody for listening in and uh, hope to hear from you soon and have a great day Thank you for listening to Lead Generation Strategies for B2B tech companies. Don't forget to subscribe. You will find it where podcasts live. Discover how we can help you with your lead generation activities at brightvision.com.